What is up, everyone? It's Sweaty Nicole here. I'm sure I'm talking to a bunch of Sweaty Freddies and Sweaty Betties out there because, oh dear Lord, it is hot AF outside. I don't know if there's a place in the world right now that isn't sweating nonstop. Like, this is totally ridiculous. But anyway, I am inside. I am currently not sweating. It is a great day because I just got a full shower, so the hair is washed. So it actually looks somewhat presentable today if you're watching, hopefully. Um, hopefully, if you're watching, hopefully it looks presentable. But I'm, we're back. I'm back. Fabulous. Shout out. First of all, Perry Richards, my awesome friend and the coach of uh, my boys' soccer teams. Um, he is now the first coach in kicker's history to ha uh, have his team win a national title. And so that is super exciting. And I'm so proud of you, Perry. And I'm so glad you were there in Denver with me because no one would have shopped with me. And that would have been unfortunate or more importantly, brunched because obviously I have the attention span for four stores. And then I'm like, I'm done. Want a brunch? Anyway, um, D's nuts. I am so grateful to you and your sweet husband for humoring me after I invited you to a concert and asked to stay at your house. And you drove us an hour and 15 minutes to the concert and were planning on driving us back from the concert. And you also got like a VIP good parking spot to go to a concert that we never actually had tickets for, even though I thought we did. Um, more on that later, but anyway, you're a true, true friend. And I was so happy to see you and thank you so much for just going with it to my husband. Here's to a brand new chapter in your life. I know that there are awesome things coming your way and you just have to go and grab them. So I love you. Quote of the week. Okay. I, I when I was shopping in Denver with Perry. We went into this cute little store and I, you know, I like little like quote things and I'm not a sticker, like a bumper sticker person, but I do like little like the cocktail napkins and the little quotes. So anyway, this was by someone named Rubenstein. Now this could be the old lady that lives across the street. This could be a very famous poet. This could be a made up name. I don't know who this person is, but it could be a dog even. I don't know. But it says, when you love life, life will love you back. And I thought that was so sweet because it really does kind of personify or illustrate that the idea that, you know, if you don't take life so seriously, that everything really is going to be fine, you know? Because if you are happy in, in your space... The universe will offer you ample opportunities for you to continue loving your life. And if you don't love your life, you can change it because it's never too late to start again. So in the news, we've had a lot of, I don't think very, very great stuff. Like the Fed just raised the rates again. It's We're now at 5.5. I don't think it's been there since like, 2000 or 2001. So that's that's significant. Um, Sinead O'Connor apparently just 
passed away. She was 56. She sang that song, Nothing Compares to You, that she did not write, but Prince, oh, the greatest in the entire world, he did write. Um, so that's kind of a bummer, you know? 56 is young, to, to, and there were no details given, so I don't know if foul play was, was a part of things. Um, I have been getting some fun and funny comments on social, which I am loving. Um, I have now been called a Karen again, which I love. And then I have um, been asked, why am I so bitter towards um, the twat? And I plan on responding to those comments because I do actually have an opinion and rationale behind what I am talking about most of the time. Um, so if you follow me on social, you will hear the responses or read them. So there are these things called delusionships. And I thought that this was like, I could only relate it to like a crush or when you were younger and you had like posters on your wall or you, you know, um, joined someone's fan club and you were like, I'm going to marry, um, like my daughter, I'm going to marry Justin Bieber, you know, and that, so that if you think that maybe that person knows who you are and then like you guys have a, some kind of a connection relationship, even though you've like never met, I guess that would be called a delusionship. Sometimes you've even spoken once or twice to that person and it means so much more to you than it does to that person. Delusionship is the terminology now that people are using when they are referring to a relationship that does not exist between themselves and someone else that they see on somewhat of a regular basis. Um, I mean... Think crush is a better word. I really do. Delusionship, I think, is adding just one more tick in the uh, mental health issues that we're having. And so now, if we're going to call everything like a ship and a syndrome, I don't think that that's good for us as a society because we've already got plenty of those things that we can label ourselves as. Let's try and find positive things. Crush was cute. Crush was like, oh, that's my office crusher. Oh, that's my my mom crush or yeah, whatever. You get what I'm saying. Uh, another thing that people are talking about, they just had this article in the Wall Street Journal and I am really, really confused by this. So I'm not going to talk about it a lot because I feel like I need to do a little more research on it. But, you know, we have discussed how Gen Z in particular is not loving working like more than they're not working. Okay. And we've discussed, you know, the dead zone time frame. We've discussed easing into Mondays. We've discussed, you know, kicking off on, uh, at noon on, on a Friday. Well, now there's, uh, this lazy girl job hashtag, um, trending on TikTok. And so I was like, wait, lazy girl job. So what is a lazy girl job? And from what I've read, it's just a job that essentially is, a, you know, an eight to five or it has very standard hours. And when you leave your job, you leave your job and you do not, you're not expected to respond to email or do anything else about that job until you arrive the next day, which I personally wouldn't call that a lazy girl job, depending on what you're doing. Like if you're waiting tables that should not be a lazy girl job because 
you should be busting your ass to make money. And then when you leave and you don't have to think about it again until you go the next day. So I I think it's the idea, this is my impression, it's the idea that you are so happy with your work-life balance because you spend more time having fun and loving your life than you do working, that, that, that you're in a lazy girl job. So I started, I started wondering, like, well, didn't we all have those kinds of jobs at a certain point? And it reminded me that there is such a divide between how we, and I'm an exer used to have like after school jobs and we worked during the summer and, and year round sports weren't really a thing. And, um, you know, we weren't trying to, to build spaceships and, um, go to NASA camps, um, during the summers when we were off of school, you know, we were working because we were saving money for when we wanted to spend our money to do whatever. And so I have seen the trend where, not a ton of people that I know have like jobs during the school year, which I totally understand. I'm wondering if the lazy girl job trend is a result from not having any of those earlier lazy girl jobs and going right into something that felt more um, demanding and you never had the balance of that to say, oh, well, yeah, I love a lazy girl job. But then at a certain point, you're either going to continue with the lazy girl job, and then do you really want to call yourself lazy at your job? I don't know. I think you see what I'm saying, but I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm for this or against it, or if I understand it completely. So I'm going to have to do some more recon, and I'll probably do a follow up on that. I did discuss divorce parties and registries last week, and I wanted to be very clear on my stance. If a divorce party is happening and it is not going to upset anyone in that family. Great. Celebrate away. If that is the best thing for you, I am so happy for you. Celebrate. I am not okay with the registry situation, however, because you can go to Goodwill, you can go to yard sales, you can ask around to your friends like we all do. Like, you don't need brand new shit. Stop that. It's a waste of money. We all know that everyone's listening to us. And so like when our phones are on or our TVs are on or our computers are on or basically unless you're in the bathroom with nothing, nothing electronic in there, probably my toothbrush is listening too, but someone's listening. And so when you need a new mattress, you are now going to be inundated with mattress stuff. When you are looking for an eye cream, you are going to be inundated with that. If you are looking for... I don't know, handcuffs for your 18-year-old daughter who has a kleptomania problem with soda, you know, you're hopefully going to start seeing some ads for comfortable yet stylish um, handcuffs. Um, that is kind of a joke, but kind of not a joke because anyway, it's, it they are necessary, but I don't have them yet. Anyhow, um, I think that my Apple Watch is now actually has the capacity to read my thoughts. And this scares me because it's just, again, one more step closer to minority report where then it'll be like, oh, well, that person is about to commit a crime. Not that I'm doing anything like that. I'm not committing a crime, except for last week when I was speeding and I did get a speeding ticket after not having a speeding ticket for like 
since before I even had kids. So upsetting, but I had to use it as a teaching moment because my kleptomaniac criminal daughter was sitting next to me. So I needed to illustrate that when you break the law, there are consequences and oftentimes they are unpleasant. (sighs) That did suck though. Anyway, so back to the mind control. I, something showed up on my Instagram feed and I was very surprised because I was like, what is this? And it was essentially, I don't know if it's a medication or supplement, but it's something that you would take that would increase the efficacy of your ADHD medication. And this was supposed to help you like stay, you know, maybe it, maybe it slows the release that much more. I'm not sure. I had never once spoken about this. I had thought about like, hmm, I wonder if that's what, you know, if there's something. And all of a sudden, there's something in my feed. And the only thing that I have is my Apple Watch on my person. Because, or maybe I guess that if the phone is reading my thoughts now, we were really fucking in trouble. Or at least I am. Like, that's a very specific thing. That wasn't a oh, I wonder what a juice cleanse costs. That's not, that's not that. So um, I'm getting nervous about all this electronic stuff and I'm, I'm still 100% using it, but I am a little nervous as to how far it's gonna go. I'm just stating that for the record. There is another trend that's happening with the Zers. I've been doing a lot of like reading about Zers lately, it seems, and it is basically they are in this world of ghosting where, you know, we don't want to tell anyone up front like, hey, I'm not interested in pursuing a relationship with you other than friendship or, you know, hey, I absolutely love how excited you are at work but I'm going to need for you to put your phone down more frequently so that we can actually use that excitement to our advantage in the workplace and not just wait for you to get off your phone. Um, Conversations. So there is now a thing where these Zers are having to ghost their own friends that like they spend time with and they go out with because they can't keep up with the spending habits of some of their friends. And so instead of being like, oh yeah, I actually can't afford that place. Can y'all go ahead and I'll catch up with you guys afterwards? Or, you know, I can't shop at the store or, you know, whatever. They're just ghosting their friends. And I'm thinking, man, I guess I can remember being in that situation because I never made a ton of money out of college and all of my friends did. But I guess now they're labeling that where you ghost your friends. Well, I didn't ghost my friends. I just, I don't know what I did to, to figure that. Maybe I had a second job. I think I did actually. Twitter, twatter is no longer the twatter. It is, it's like X-Men, X-Factor, excommunicado, ex-term, ex-ray, ex, I don't know, extra-large, extra, extra-large, extra, extra, extra-large, whatever it is, is kind of lame in my opinion. And you know I'm not the biggest Twatter fan, but um, I just, I, I don't, I, I don't understand the rationale behind a 
a, a globally recognized brand with the Tweety Bird going to the letter X, which is not that uncommon. You know, it's, it's not. So anyhow, there'll be more on that. A lot of people are saying that the logo is pretty lame. Now it's just X, which to me is like a big black hole. According to someone else, it's everything. But that remains to be seen. The universe does not want me to attend any music concerts that I would like to attend. I can give you several examples. Taylor Swift, we were not able to get tickets to see her. Um, part of it was timing. Part of it was not realizing that, you know, everyone in the entire world wants to see her. Part of it was not realizing that everyone in the world knows about buying tickets and reselling them for like a super jacked up price. And then part of it was just being clueless. Number two, I was dying to see Blink-182. I knew they were back out on tour. They had just gotten back together. I, this could be the last time ever. Fallout Boy. I love this band. Love this band, have for a long time. And I was like, I am not missing them. I'm, I'm, I'm going, it, this is happening. So the Blink-182 situation was like this. Based on my schedule, Blink-182 was gonna be in Denver on July 3rd. I already had a plane ticket with the team to fly out to Denver on July 4th. So I asked my younger son, hey, can we change our tickets and like go out and you go to the show with me? My son's like, mm, I'm not really a concert person, mom. That was his way of saying, no, I don't want to go to the show with you. Now, I would have had no problem going by myself. That being said, I was a chaperone on this trip, so I did not feel comfortable begging out and flying out early, going to the show and then meeting people at the airport. At the same time, while I'm in Denver, I realized that Fallout Boy is playing, but because I was sharing a car with my fake domestic partner and we had all these boys that we were responsible for, then I realized how like much an Uber would be to get to the venue and then leaving the venue and how much the tickets were. Fallout Boy I knew was coming to Virginia. So I was like, okay, I will definitely be able to get those. Well, then I realized that Taylor is playing that weekend coming up. Not when I'm there, it's right after I leave. And I was like, motherfucker, what, is this like a funny joke? We can't always get what we want. I get that. Blink-182 is playing in Charlotte, North Carolina on that Friday. The tickets out of fucking control. And when I say out of control, like I'm talking 400 a piece for not awesome seats with, with the service fees. I mean, it was going to be a lot of money. Then you have to get to Charlotte, which is five hours away from Richmond, and then spend the night. I have heard from people it was so worth everything. I purchased tickets to Fall Out Boy in Virginia Beach. When I asked my husband, hey, do you want to go to the show with me? He's like, no, I do not which I completely respect because we do not share the same tastes in music. I call my friend Dee's Nuts. She lives like, I don't know, an hour away from the beach, which is an hour closer than I do. I go, hey, do you want to go to the show with me? Either I must not have been paying that much attention or maybe this is a flaw in the ticketing system. Plus, I'm an idiot. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw all those options out there, but I was super excited and I really, really wanted the tickets. So we get there, we are in like extended RV parking, like oversized vehicle parking, which was perfect. We were not in, nor will we ever be traveling in an RV, but we were 
in a large parking spot. I had purchased what I thought were good tickets and it did say we had VIP access. So I don't really care about the VIP, but it was just like, oh, that's a different door. So we go to get into the show and they tell me this is the wrong entrance. So we walk a really far away to get to VIP, which seems really inconvenient if it's VIP. And we go up there and what I realize is this is like a bar-ish place outside of the venue and then you go into the concert from there. So then they won't let us in because they say, these are just tickets to get into the VIP area. These are not concert tickets. So then I'm thinking, okay, wait. So I just paid a lot of money for VIP tickets to get into a beer garden where I actually won't be able to see or hear the band. And they were like, yes. And I'm like, okay, well, so how is it that I have VIP tickets to this place and no concert tickets? How, why would you sell someone VIP upgrades or whatever when they don't have tickets? So that's upsetting me. And the fact that now I've already purchased these tickets. So I was like, okay, well, we'll just go in. We'll watch them on the jumbo screen and, you know, just sit in the beer garden, beer area and drink our private, you know, bar uh, in the VIP access, but, you know, not actually physically go into the concert. Nope. Can't do that either. They won't let us in. So we go all the way back to the ticket counter and they, I tell them what's going on. So then they say, we cannot give you a refund because these, you bought them from a different, per, like a, a third party. And so I'm like about to cry. Like I have tears in my eyes at that point. I'm like, so I have no options. They said, well, you can go ahead and buy concert tickets. Like, do you want a lawn ticket? And I'm thinking to myself, okay, wait, we've already spent this much money for a parking pass, this much money for VIP fucking access tickets that aren't actually tickets to the show. And now I need to pay that much more plus your inconvenience fees, even though I'm sitting, I'm standing right outside the venue. So we left and we drove the hour and 15 minutes back to Colonial Williamsburg, where we went and we had a lovely dinner. That experience was on the heels of two other experiences that happened that week where the concert I was just referencing that I bought tickets with for, for, for me and my son, when I texted him that day, I said, hey, what's the plan for tonight? He was like, oh, I'm getting picked up at 4.30 and I've got a ride to the show. And so now I'm like losing steam on going to this because A, I thought I was going with my kid. B, I don't necessarily want to go down there alone because I don't know these bands as well. And C, it's hot as fuck outside. And so I wound up not going. So I ate my ticket, but I had also foolishly, foolishly that earlier in the day, kept getting emails from the ticket place saying, hey, do you want to upgrade to this for parking and for this entrance? And I was like, oh, well, it's going to be a zoo down there. Maybe that makes sense. Well, so I'm able to upgrade one ticket, but then it won't let me upgrade two because I got the last one of the upgrades. So it turns out I upgraded my ticket that I didn't use. Two days later, I drive to get my daughter from camp. I get pulled over by a police officer. 
I have not been pulled over by a police officer in 20 years, let's say. More than that. I, I haven't had a ticket in forever. Not because I'm a stellar driver, but just, I guess, the universe has been on my side. I thought I was 70. I was going 84. So that's what? I, 70, 84, 14. 14 over? Apparently, it was 65. And so I was going 19 over. And the police officer was like, it's, you're going too fast for me to not give you a ticket. And I, what I don't want is for my children to think that they can put up a fight and be a pain in the ass and get out of things. Because that is not a great example, in my opinion. Especially when we have a stealing situation on our hands where the odds of her getting arrested or, you know, spoken to by police officers are pretty high. So I felt like I needed to do the right thing and model good behavior. Two days later, that that's the Fall Out Boy concert. Now I don't know how to buy a ticket for a concert. Now I don't know if I'll ever go to a concert again because the universe clearly wants to teach me a lesson and did not want me to go to any of those shows. There's, with all the algorithms and with all of the AI and everybody is smarter than me, how could it happen that someone can buy an upgrade to a concert they don't have tickets for and it not say, like that not be a prerequisite, that not be like, hey, you should put your ticket number in or hey, you should put your confirmation for each day, something from now on, if I want to go to a concert, I'm going to have to have somebody, a handler or a shadow or a manager, look over my shoulder to make sure that I am actually purchasing a fucking ticket to a show. And then I'm going to have to be okay with where that ticket is. I'm not going to be allowed to upgrade anything because I might not be actually even doing it for the right show. I might be upgrading somebody else. Like there are too many possibilities with a dumbass like me. If you take nothing from all of this, no. If you want to go to a concert, you buy the tickets. I will Venmo you and I will go with you because clearly I am not equipped to buy concert tickets any longer. That has been taken off of my list of things that I can do. So I'm off to see Oppenheimer tonight and I'm very excited. I have not yet seen the Barbie movie, but I did see Mission Impossible, not because I wanted to, but because my husband did. And that's what you do. You compromise. I will say this. You will get your money's worth because it, Mission Impossible is a very long movie. Mission Impossible is an entertaining movie. Mission Impossible lives up to the word impossible because there are a lot of impossible, implausible scenarios in it, but it, it is an action-packed movie. I hope you have a great week. I hope your air conditioner is working. I really, really hope that um, you enjoy this last part of summer. And just remember, if you love your life, life will love you back and it's going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. If it's not fine tomorrow, it will be the next day, but most likely it will be fine tomorrow. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.